0: Hey, we're going to try this again hello everybody and welcome to the tigers baseball Cup podcast thank you so much for listening i'm your host chris schulte um i didn't hit the record button the first time so we're going to do this all over again because <laughs> i'm like that so um it is monday june 5th 2023 this is when the podcast is being recorded hopefully you guys are having a good week and uh Fortunately for you guys, the listeners, you're having a better week than the Detroit Tigers had week for a weekend and uh, the first day of the week as well. Uh, Detroit coming off a winning month, 16-11 and 11 in May. Uh, they're not going to do that in June, I don't think. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that. Um, for reasons that we'll get into in just a moment. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the injury report. Uh, over the weekend, it was learned that Alex Faieto broke his fingernail. He actually split it down to the nail bed, and uh, having had an injury uh, that involves the nail bed, I know how painful that can be. Um, he is on the injured list and will miss at least two starts. Um, Garrett Hill was called up to take his place on the inju- uh, on the roster uh, he will start tomorrow. It's a bullpen day for the Tigers, and the bullpen is going to need all the help they can get on Wednesday from Reese Olsen because uh, they got an off day on Thursday. But tonight they didn't have an off day. Uh, the Tigers lost eight to three to Philadelphia, and uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. Tarek Skubel had a rehab assignment start yesterday. He threw twelve pitches in single A or high A West Michigan. Went two innings, 12 pitches, 10 for strikes, got through the first inning in five pitches because that's just what Reese does. Or sorry, uh, Tarek Skubel does. It's very difficult if you're a, a high A player and you go in and there's a left hander throwing 98 miles an hour with command uh, that you're facing, even if it is his first rehab start. You just, no, you don't want to deal with that. So, Uh, By all intents and purposes, everything was good after the the start. He seems healthy today. The Tigers really need him to show up, and he needs to come back as soon as he can. It probably will be 30 days. He's probably going to get six starts in those 30 days to get his innings up and everything like that. And even then, the Tigers are going to monitor his innings and pay close attention to his innings uh, because they don't know this is new new territory. The flexor tendon uh, situation is new. And uh, let's, let's look at what Matt Boyd has gone through this year. He's had some command issues. So, um, you know, hopefully it gets sorted, and we'll see uh, what that comes down to. Alex, uh, sorry, uh, Matt Manning is throwing another live BP in Philly this week and then will possibly be considered for a rehab assignment as well. Uh, again, this is something the Tigers went through last year. If you remember last year, everybody on their starting rotation, the, the starting rotation on opening day last year was Eduardo Rodriguez, Casey Mize, Matt Manning, Tarek Skubel, and Michael Pineda. All five of them were on the injured list. Some of them still are. Skubel and Mize are particularly the ones that, are, that I'm thinking of. Matt Manning doesn't count because he actually came back off the injured list last year and pitched pretty well and, and, and was throwing well. Uh, this, this year as well until he broke his pinky toe. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that, that that teams go through it and the Tigers are still still searching for the, the magic to be able to keep their starting rotation healthy and uh, we'll see where that goes. Um, <clears throat> so we now know what this Tigers offense is going to look like without Riley Green in it and pedestrian is a overstatement of how bad this team is going to be uh, without Riley Green uh, in it off, uh, on it offensively. Um, so he went on the injured list on Wednesday. Detroit has scored nine runs in the five games that they've played since he's gone on the injured list. They've won one, they've lost four, uh, including being shut out in uh, Chicago on Friday as a the beginning of a series sweep by the White Sox. Um, no fault of Reese Olson on Friday night. No fault of Michael Lorenzen on Saturday. And no fault of Matthew Boyd yesterday. The bullpen really, really fell apart um, over the weekend. Alex Lang gave up a walk-off grand slam. That is so unusual for him. Uh, those are the first four runs that he's given up since April. So that should tell you something about how things are going uh, for Alex Lang. Uh, the Tigers' closer. Um, So they had a winning month in May. I don't see that happening in June again. This team is going to struggle to make it to 75 wins now that Riley Green's not in that offense because Torkelson's not there yet. Baez is Baez. Scope is a shadow of himself. Eric Haas hasn't figured it out yet. These guys need to because if they do, then the Tigers have a chance to be competitive again. If not, you're going to be looking at a situation where every pitch is a pressure pitch for your starting rotation and your bullpen, and you're going to burn people out in a hurry. So um, let's hope that, they, so that some people step up around the offense and, and get things going and get hot. And if they do, then we can look at this team in a different light again. But right now, third place in the, in the American League Central, they'll be lucky to finish that way. The way Chicago looked over the weekend, they'll be lucky to finish that way. Chicago's getting it back together, folks. Liam Hendricks is back. That's a huge piece in their bullpen. He's coming back from cancer, and he's looking really, really good. So at the end of the day, Cleveland is going to be tough. Minnesota is going to be tough. That's the first divisional series that Detroit has lost against the White Sox. They're still 9-7. Uh, and seven. In divisional play, so they're still over 500 right now in the division. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be they're going to be um, above 500 in the division at the end of the year. Granted, it's only 52 games instead of 76, but still, you got to go 27 and 25 to be above 500, and I don't think this team can do that in this division. I really don't. Not without Riley Green because he was that hot. He was that hitting that well uh, in the offense and, and, and making this offense go. And I don't see anybody stepping up to do that anymore. Akil Badu's not capable of doing it. We don't have anybody. Kerry Carpenter's on a rehab assignment, and he's not doing well. He can't throw the baseball, which is fine. Except for the fact that there's this guy named Cabrera that's doing the DH work. And you gotta think that he's gonna get more of a chance than Carpenter. Because, you know, thirty-two million dollars. So this team is gonna finish with seventy five wins. They're gonna struggle to get there. They're gonna be in third or in fourth place in the division. And 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 it's not gonna be A. J. Hinch's fault. And if I'm Scott Harris, I don't even think about firing A.J. Hinch. I think about continuing on with the project and continuing on with the path that, the, that this team is on because this team still is sixth in the league in walk rate and ch- in, in, in chase rate. They're the sixth best team in the league in chase rate. That means there's only five other teams with lower chase rates than the Tigers. So things are starting to turn around from an offensive standpoint as far as understanding what the what the job is and understanding what the mission is and understanding what Scott Harris wants in dominating the strike zone. This is with Javi Baez and Jonathan Scope and Miguel Cabrera in the lineup on a regular basis. They're still sixth best in overall chase rate. So... They're doing better from that standpoint. They just need to get some power involved. They need Torkelson to start hitting bombs. They need Haas to start hitting. They need Baez to start hitting. They need Akil Badu to start hitting. Akil Badu is your your third place hitter right now because they don't have anybody better to hit there. But he needs to start hitting. If he doesn't, when Kerry Carpenter gets back from his rehab assignment, Akil Padu could be heading back down to the minors. We're not even gonna speculate on who's gonna go down because Zach Shorten and Andy Ibanez are were guys that were called up as replacements for for um for uh Cary Carpenter uh and Matt Manning actually. So uh, we're not going to speculate on 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 that, but we're also going to look at it from the standpoint of just based on current performance and based on needs. If Kerry Carpenter is coming up and he's hitting homers and he's 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 getting extra base hits, hitting with a little bit of power, a Kerry Carpenter in left field that can't throw, but is still hitting. 250 with, with the potential to hit you 25 homers versus Badu who's Badu, who can't throw in left field and is, 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 is not producing at the plate. As much as I love Akil Badu's game as far as running the bases and, and, and getting steals and, and making things happen on the bases, I'll take Kerry Carpenter because I, like I like the long ball. I like guys that are going make to make an impact on the game with one swing of the bat. Because you're depending too much on the people behind Badu if he gets on base and steals a base to drive him in. So that's, that's, that's where we stand there. Um... Outside of that, really, not much going on this week. Uh, I really don't see the Tigers um, doing well in in Philly. They might win one out of those three games, but based on the way Joey Wentz pitched tonight, I'm I'm and the way the bullpen has gone over the last few days, I'm I'm not really. I don't have a lot of faith in this team, especially considering that tomorrow's a bullpen day and Garrett Hill is going to get the start, so he's going to go a couple innings. Then you'll probably see Chase and, uh, Chase and Shreve, although he pitched tonight. So you never know. You might see Tyler Holden at that point. Uh, you won't see Mason Englert. He pitched a couple of innings tonight. So you'll probably see Shreve, uh, uh, Hill for a couple, then uh, Holden, then possibly Tyler Alexander. And then if everything goes the way we want it to, Foley and Lang. But we'll see where that goes. Uh, and then Wednesday, of course, is Reese Olsen's second appearance of his career, his second start of his career. He looked good on Friday, went five scoreless, uh, five no hit innings, as a matter of fact, against the White Sox. But the Phillies' offense is a different offense. They take their walks. The White Sox didn't do that. So that's, that's going to be a different animal for him. But that's the big leagues. Every start is something different. Every start is a different offense. Then Detroit comes home for the weekend. Um, They got a series starting on the 9th, so they got an off day on Thursday. So hopefully Olsen can pitch a few good innings, can give them some innings on, on Wednesday, and the bullpen can get two days of rest because then... When, when games start on Friday, they'll be, they'll be able to, to, to be a bit, a bit better rested uh, than, they were, than they will be after today and tomorrow. Look, Joey Wentz, I have nothing against him. But I just think he's in his, up at a point in his development that's behind where he is. So he's in situations that he's not yet ready for. If that makes any sense. And, and I clearly, th- I, I truly think that, that he is capable. I think that he's going to be a good major league pitcher. Maybe it's in the bullpen. I don't know. I can't speak to, speak to that too much. But I do know that, that he, is, he is, right now, he's, it's a struggle for him just to get out and to be consistent. And he doesn't know where the ball's going. And he really needs to be in AAA, but he can't be because we don't have any anybody to come up and, and take his place in the rotation. So we just have to deal with what he's going to be for f- once every five games and hope the pen is rested. With all that being said, he pitched really well on Wednesday, but that's my point. The inconsistency is real with Joey Wentz. So, hopefully, he gets that sorted and and we benefit from it. He should. It's just going to take some time. With that, I'm going to go ahead and close it down for the week. I thank everybody for listening. I thank Anchor for the distribution of the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast via one of the podcast um, aggregators that are out there, catch us on our YouTube channel, www.youtube.com forward slash at podcast. We're on Mastodon TV podcast, sorry, at TV podcast at tweezecake.social. That's T-W-E-E-S-E cake.social. We're also on Twitter at uh, Podcast Tigers. You can also email the show TigersBaseballPodcast at gmail.com. It's the world's longest email address. I'm proud of that. Until next week, I really appreciate you guys for hanging around, listening to me, and we will catch up with you next week. Thanks again for listening, and go Tigers.